0: This will be a really, really short podcast because I do want to address something that I've addressed many, several times before in a much earlier podcast. So I can understand if people have not had a chance to uh, listen to them. But basically the issue here is um, when we... Discuss how candidates have performed. We usually say, you know, there was a candidate in whatever Harvard, we had a candidate at Stanford, we had a candidate in Mexico, a candidate in Germany that did this, you know, she, blah, blah, blah. And we go through a long discussion about what the candidate did. And invariably after every single podcast, I get an email from someone saying, um, you know, thank you for writing this email about me, or you know, this email was about me, but I think you misunderstood what I did, or I wasn't, you know, happy about this because, you know, um, I don't have time to listen to the podcast, so maybe you should send me. A direct email if I make this mistake and what I want to point out in this podcast is that as many of you know we have quite strict about identification of clients we don't allow it period when I talk about a candidate in I don't know Russia who worked in a bank and she is let's say used to have a arts background I can assure you that we've changed certain key things about her for example if we say she was in Russia it's May, it's possible that the candidate may have been from Poland or Ukraine, but what we do is we, we, we make enough of a change to the candidate's profile so that you can, so the same context is triggered in your mind, but again, it's impossible to, to identify the candidate. If we said it's a she, the, there's a high probability it's going to be a he that's involved. If we say someone's used to be in the arts, well, that's a bit of a difficult one, but if we said she was a pianist, the odds are pretty high she wasn't a pianist. She was probably a ba- uh, 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 you know in the ballet or something like that. The point is we change key pieces of information so that you cannot identify a candidate. The second one is that most candidates are a collage, so we will never s- if, let's assume we really did have a candidate, which we do. In Stanford, who's an MBA, worked in the government, served in the army, uh, and was I don't know as chief executive assistant to the governor of california for example we will never say you know we have an mba candidate um, worked in the army worked in the government as assistant to a governor and now doing an mba at one of the top three schools we would never say that because we'd give away too much so understand that all feedback we give is a collage and the reason why it resonates with everyone is because the mistakes that we choose to discuss in our podcast are common across candidates it is very rare We will take a podcast and put out a podcast that's only going to be helpful to one or two people. So everyone says, oh my God, this podcast is about me. They're talking about me, but we're not talking about you. We're talking about your issues, which tends to be common across every candidate. Every candidate thinks they're different, but you're not different in many ways. Every candidate I can tell you right now thinks, well, I'm going to do okay with fit and communication. Cases are a big problem. Right? But then when we start going through the case and we pick out all these communication issues and we then put out a podcast about it, the candidate thinks we're talking about them. Remember in a given day, <coughs> excuse me, I am talking to something like 12 candidates. Between the other three coaches, maybe they're doing 30 candidates. Right. So in a given day, we've just spoken to about 40 candidates. Although my, my diary is probably going to be a bit lighter um, the following week. But we're talking about anywhere between 30 and 40 candidates. So 30 and 40 candidates that we are going to be giving feedback. And we obviously cannot make the feedback specific to one candidate. It's always a collage. It's never linked to anyone in specifically because we don't allow that. But the most important thing is that when you listen to the podcast... Do not assume it is about you, and therefore do not take the advice verbatim. If the if parts of the advice are relevant to you, take them. If parts are not relevant to you, do not use them. I received an email a few minutes ago about a candidate who told me that you know the she feels the advice was about. And I, my first response to her was, "How do you know this uh, podcast is about you?" And the point I'm trying to make here is that when you listen to the podcast. Understand? We we um, we're always using collages, or we have changed enough of the identifying features of a candidate. So if we say they've done certain things, it's it's proxies for what they've really done, but close enough proxies for us not to distort the image, you know significantly the only time we are not doing that is when we're talking about a specific office and we say something like you know BCG Singapore this is our advice for that office then we're obviously not distorting it because we can't produce a proxy for an office but when we're talking about an individual candidate we're always using proxies beyond that I think it's important that you listen to the feedback and if and internalize it you can get bogged down by getting feedback and just responding to everything. And I don't think you should do that. And I always tell a candidate that out of every session they do with us, we're obviously going to give you more valuable feedback than what you'll get from the podcast. The podcasts are good, but they're they're tailored to an issue, not to a person. So if you have this issue, the podcast is useful for you. But if you don't have this issue, the podcast will not be very useful for you. So always remember that when you um, when you are thinking about how you should respond to things. Always understand the podcasts are always collages, um, you know. so, so you, you can't really identify that candidate because we've changed too many details. I've mentioned this before, but I thought I'd mention it again because I do find candidates are trying to mine the podcast for, for feedback about themselves and then trying to respond to it. It's counterproductive to do that. Just because I mentioned that it's about a guy who worked for uh, the, the, the Rangers and is now working for a bank in the UK doesn't mean it's about you right? We've changed certain things. So don't, in other words, use the podcast as general guidance, but don't use them as Michael and the rest of the team communicating just to you on your issue. It is highly unlikely we would do that. In fact, we have never done that. And we will never do that because it doesn't make any sense to do that. Um, Even if a candidate gives us permission to use their background, we still don't do that, which is why you have never seen us publish an email from a candidate. I think in the last 12 months, we've just stopped doing that because we thought that there's always a danger that the candidate, while we may be thorough in screening it, the candidate may not be as thorough in hiding their profile details. And because we we don't allow ourselves to edit emails and change things, If we're going to publish this as is, we don't want the candidate to be identified. So always remember, the podcast is specific to an issue, not specific for a person. Do not see it as a replacement for the advice you will get from us during training sessions. Use it as supplementary material, only useful supplementary material, obviously. If the issue relates to you, then obviously you want to mine this for information, but don't try to, 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 to relate it back to things that we've said and, and think it's a continuation of that feedback it really is as always i'll be happy to respond to this comment or this podcast if you have any comments to make thank you